Hello, everybody, and it's uh, oh, kind of a nice Sunday. It's warmer out. Uh, not as many puddles, not as much ice. I'm happy, a happy camper. So today's the last Sunday of the month, so you know that means. That means we've got a vet in the house. we got Dr. Jessica Levy. So if you got any canine or feline questions for the vet, please call them in. doesn't cost you anything. And so you can get some heads up or some good ideas or whatever. And then also, too, obviously, I always take your calls, too, for whatever, you know, that you need. And hopefully your week has gone well. And uh, like I said, I was just this week has just been so beautiful when I've gone out to do chores at night. I mean, I just stand there. It's just so calm and so peaceful and just so nice. Ah, it's been, I love country life. So, Carly, how was your week? It was good. It was good. Um, We had... Monday off, and then we had Friday off. <laughs> so, yeah, it well, was good. You don't have much of a job, do you? <laughs> no, no. You know, this whole teaching thing, I suggest everybody get into it. Oh, wow. Because you're out off. of school more than you're in school. No, okay. At least that's what it seems yeah, like. Well, it seems, I'm sure that seems like to the parents, too. It's like, yeah. weren't you just yeah. off? Exactly. You know, now what am I going to do about daycare and blah, 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 blah? Exactly. So, yeah, it's yes. crazy, 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 so. crazy. But yeah, it was good. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah, I know everything's doing well. The cats are, Adeline's uh, in and out. You know, that's the cat. Yep. She's a seven months old, eight months old now. She'll be getting fixed uh, on Wednesday. And she's been coming in the house and playing with the dogs. And she's. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. And she has this. Uh, I've never had a cat that likes this uh, other than, well, we caught his name was Snuggles, but I called him Velcro. Uh, out of all the cats that we have, if you sit down, yeah. she is sitting on your shoulder, just snug as a bug, and just kind of her head's, you know, right next to you, yeah. looking at the same thing you're looking at, and if I'm turning in my chair, she's turning, and I mean, and then she'll get up, turn around, then the butt's in the face, yeah. then she'll wrap around, then she'll be on the other shoulder, <laughs> and just kind of lay down, you know what I mean, where she's all comfortable, you know, and just kind of looking at me, and then every once in a while she's got to clean my ear, and clean my hair, and... So, I mean, she's quite a cat. One thing that I was really happy with is doing the jigsaw puzzle. She was looking at jumping on the board, but I'm like, I looked at it, don't even think about it. <laughs> you, oh, right. You yeah. send these pieces flying, and I'm yeah. not going to be responsible for right. my actions. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, she's, so she's been spending more time. She lives in the school, and then when I'm out, she's out. And bring her up to the house, and she hangs out with us. And then you know she's all over the ramp, is what she is. So does she uh, interact with your other cats? Yeah, the only one that doesn't get along that's really being a snot to her is Sally. Oh, really? Sally being a real snot. Oh, to her. okay. And that, that that drives me nuts. But otherwise, all the other cats, her and uh, Cat with a K, yeah, they get along because Cat with a K loves to play. Oh, yeah. And so uh, she's getting a lot more loose at realizing that he will not beat her up. That, oh, good. You know, yeah, so that that she starts like playing with his tail. And he, yeah. yeah. So it's just yeah, it's, it's fun. Fun. So, yeah, and then uh, um, Christmas is almost down. I've got 75% of it put away. <laughs> and so now I took, I right now I have got, brought nine buckets up, put, put them away the way they're supposed to be. So I still got two buckets left. <laughs> well, actually three buckets. And left. it's almost February. Yeah. <laughs> It's all good. Uh, yeah, I know. But it's just so heart- heartbreaking to take a Christmas day. I love the lights, you know. Oh, yeah, I know. I <sighs> We still have, like, in my parents' neighborhood, they... S- some of the neighbors still have their lights coming oh, good, on. Good, good. Yeah, no, so. I like that. I just it just makes me smile. 
So hopefully you guys got some questions. Uh, what do we got? Remember, all the shows here at MyTalk1071.com are podcast. So if you're driving or you're out and about and you can't get the whole show, you can go to my show page at MyTalk1071.com and uh, put in Katie K9. And then you can listen to all my past shows as well as the ones you missed. Also, too, remember, go to PetCremationMN.com. PetCremationMN.com. And uh, we need the pet of the month. We need that. Please enter your dogs because next week, next, what is it? Saturday is the first, correct? Wow. I don't know where January went. So we got one week left to enter your dog for or pet or cat or donkey or whatever your pet. It doesn't have to be a dog. It doesn't have to be a past pet. It could be a, a, a present pet that you have now. So even though it's for petcremationmn.com. Uh, you can also go to mytalk1071.com and go to my show page. I have a link uh, link to the there how you can post your pet. So we only got one this week. And then remember, there's great prizes, uh, free treats, and, and food from Nutrisource is yeah. giving out the uh, the free treats and the free food. So. And the Super Bowl next yeah, week. Yeah, next Sunday's a Uber Bowl. Yeah. I know. That and seemed like it came up super fast this year. No like, kidding. super fast. I know. Tonight's the Grammy Awards. And I don't know. I really think a lot of those things are fixed. And I think that one gal that came out, you know, that oh, yeah, the CEO about it, yeah. or whatever, yeah, so. whatever but she is. It is, I, you know, I just watch it to see who wore what, when, and why, because that's what Gloria and Julie always talk about, about yeah. what they wore, and I'm like, I better right. watch so I know what she's talking about. Right, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, I just hope Lizzo gets an award. Oh, yeah? Well, she's from Minnesota. Ah, I did not know that. Yeah, so oh, okay. she, like, started she her for? career. I think she's up for album of the year. Oh, okay. I'm okay. not sure though, oh, or cool. maybe song of the year. Okay. One of those two. She actually she has a lot of nominees. This she what? has a lot of nominees. Oh, I see. Okay. The show. I think she has like 18 or something. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty then. Now that sums that up. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. So give a holler, guys. Six five one six four one one zero seven one six five one six four one one zero seven one. All right. And Doctor Jess, welcome to another edition of the last Sunday of the month. <laughs> Why? Thank you. And how the heck are you? I'm doing good. Good, good. So you uh, whole listing all the vets out there. I mean, all the critters out there, <laughs> holisticizing them. However, yes, that, goes. that is what I do. There you go. That's good. And so you're going to send for the GoNaturalPetExpo.com. You're going to be helping me fill some booth space with some people with acupressure, acupuncture, reggae, uh, chiropractors. Reggae. Yes. Reggae. Okay. How do you spell reggae? R-E-I-K-I is Reiki. Reiki. Okay. Reiki. Reggae is a kind of music. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Carly. He's in there chuckling. <laughs> I could find I some am. reggae for you. I thought I was going to have to pull up some Bob Marley or something. <laughs> right? There you go. So I was like, let's just see where this Wait. goes. So if I Reiki? need to, I will. Reiki. Reiki. Okay. Reiki. Reiki. Okay. What is Reiki? Reiki is um, just an energy healing modality. Oh, okay. Okay. And mm-hmm. Reiki is? Reggae. Oh, reggae. <laughs> kind of music. <laughs> okay. The other version of Who Let the Dogs Out, that's the reggae version. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Look at that. I paid to come work today. I learned something new. That song's only been playing for 18 years, and I just learned something new about it. There we go. So, yeah, I hope you got questions for us. Um, anything new and exciting that the listeners need to know in the in the uh, cat and dog world? Oh, so much to know. It's hard to know where to start. Um, at the beginning. Yeah, at the beginning. First, there is light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything starts with diet. There you go. Oh, yes, it does. Right. Correct. Yep. Diet is the too. foundation for health. So that goes for dogs and cats. That's very true. <clears throat> the big thing that I get 
asked a lot about is dogs that have got arthritic or arthritic. Uh, you know, what to put them on. You know, there's so many, like, uh, Rimadyl is a huge go-to for that, right? Sure. And that's really hard on their kidneys and liver and other mm. side, good side effects, right? Bad side effects, right. I should say. Well, and as you know, I mean, you can't just take non-steroidal anti-inflammatories long-term. Okay. Because they will eventually wreck your guts. Right. As well as your other organ systems. Okay. So, um, yeah. Um, so for those dogs with arthritis, for one thing, um, they do still need exercise. So I do have a fair number of people come in and say, you know, oh, my vet said that the dog had arthritis, and that was when we stopped walking him. Oh, do not stop walking your dog because it has arthritis, right? Because motion is lotion. You have to keep those joints lubricated. Yeah, motion is lotion. And then you, you find yourself a chiropractor, mm-hmm. and you take the dog to the chiropractor, and you do whatever the chiropractor tells you to do. Massage is uh, really useful and uh uh, like chiropractic, you know, things should start staying in place mm-hmm. after the chiropractor puts them back. Back, yeah. you know, things should like the adjustments should hold longer and longer over time. But oh. a, a good massage will relieve a lot of the muscle tension, and so that is also invaluable okay. for some of these dogs. You know, and then joint supplements. There's a million and one joint supplements on the market, and. My thought on that is that they're obviously very easy to make because it's like everybody and his brother makes a joint yeah, supplement. Right. So I look for ones that have, I want it to have glucosamine and chondroitin and MSM. And then if it also has Boswellia in it, that's kind of a nice touch. You can always give Boswellia separately as well. Okay. So Boswellia is the herbal anti-inflammatory. It's actually made from a tree resin. It's a tree in the same family that frankincense essential oil is obtained from. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, so the Boswellia that's used for anti-inflammatory purposes is Boswellia serrata, and the one that's used for frankincense is Boswellia carteri. Oh, really? Um, so I always look for sources that are, you know, organic is ideal, but otherwise you go with a reputable company, like Springtime makes Boswellia. Yep. Um, and, I, you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of people who uh, sell it as well, but... Boswellia isn't just for joints either and stiffness. I mean, when I, inflammation mm-hmm. in general, I took that when I, uh, one of my surgeries and I was just amazed and how it, well it worked instead of I take an ibuprofen to right. Boswellia. Right. And then one thing too is that, um, and, and it's got, very safe. It's safe at high doses and it is safe for long term use. So you don't have to be super accurate with your doses. Like when you're using a human product for a dog, right. like I don't know how much to give. Right. With Boswellia, you're you're just you're not going to hurt them, because now they recommend uh, uh, 350 to 400 milligrams two to three times a day for a human for inflammation is what they're looking. You know mm-hmm. this article that I got. Also, another thing they bring up, which is really good, is that don't rely. You know, a lot of people go to Amazon. That you know, people. This is why when you go to the, read the reviews on Amazon, a lot of uh. people are paid to write those good reviews. So when it comes to drugs or things like that, on you know. Uh, uh, on Amazon, the better thing is is to know your so you know find. I wouldn't buy it off of Amazon. Myself. Oh, and people are paid to write negative reviews too. Yep, so yep, yep. No, it's crazy. Oh, we got to hold on a sec. Yep, we got to get the thing. And we got some calls here, and we're going to get back to Boswellia because instead of doing Rimadol and some other stuff, we we want to get you doing things right so you keep your your dogs uh, and cat. Oh, can we use Boswellia and cats? Yes. Okay. Yes, indeed. Okay, here you go. What never gets any wetter than it is today, no matter how hard it rains? What never gets any wetter today, no matter how hard it rains? Get, we'll be back. Hello. 
Thank you for staying with the Katie Canine Show. Here every Sunday, 4 to 6. Answer your canine questions and occasional feline questions. Okay, no matter how hard no matter how hard it rains, what never gets any wetter than it is today, no matter how hard it rains. Carly, do you have any idea? I have zero ideas right now. Okay, Dr. Jess? What never gets any wetter? Right, today, as it, uh, it you know, any water wetter than it is today. Water. And water. no matter how A hard pool? it rains. A lake? Water. Ocean? Okay, there you go. Oceans and lakes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah oceans oh. and lakes. There you go. Good job. Ah. So okay. I don't get any points for water. Well, yeah. Well, technically, yeah. Technically, it is water. You got to put it in something, though. The water. Put the water in something. In a lake or be more specific. Yeah, Doctor Jess. Gosh. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. We'll come back and talk about Boswellia in a little bit uh, more. So, uh, who's up to bat? Keep your fingers crossed. They work. All right. Um, Oh, we didn't boot them. No, we did. But okay, it's always touch and go. Okay. Um, we have Sarah. And Sarah has a question about her dog that's chewing things and then a cat that's throwing up. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if it goes. Does it go through? Sarah? Sarah? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No. Okay. Okay. Look. So then we are rebooting again? Yes. We're going to try so, and reboot. Okay. We got to tell everybody to call back yes. because we're having phone line problems. So Again. Sorry, guys. Okay. So we'll talk about Swellia in the meantime. So you're going to have to hang out and call right back. Okay. We'll get you in right away. Okay. But let's go back to Boswellia. All right. So, um, now that's something that you can, humans can use. And then now you said cats. You can also give it to cats. Yeah. Like for any information or always or stuff like that for cats. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, and it's very safe. You don't have to worry about doses or interacting with other Well, you drugs. do have to worry about dosage. Obviously, you don't want to, well, you know, take a ton of something. But but it is very, a very safe herb. Like, not all herbs are safe. And you, some of them, you have to be very careful with your dosage. Right. So, Buzzwelly has a pretty good margin of safety. And okay. it's also safe for long-term use. Like some herbs you don't want to take for longer than 10 days or a couple of weeks. Okay. Because um, your body will, you know, adjust to them. Because now here in the article it says it reduces joint discomfort, increased knee flex, flexion uh, and mobility, enhance uh, cognitive functioning and mood, increase levels of BDNF in the brain, lower um, atherosclerosis risk, A-T-H-E-R. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was that right? Hardening but, of the arteries. Yeah. Okay. Fight free radicals and oxidative stress helps regulate the digestive system, provide antioxidant health benefits, empower positive overall well being. And that's what they're talking that's remarkable. about. About Boswellia. Yes. B O S W E L L I A, correct? Yep. Okay. And where, where would you find, you know, here? Because now here they were saying it must be a standardized to a minimum of 35% Boswellia acid, making it more um, effective at addressing health related issues. I usually use the Buswellia Complex from Standard Process okay. or the products from Springtime that have Buswellia in them. Okay. Um, but I have also had people like for horses, you know, get organic Buswellia, say from Mountain Rose Herbs. All right. And um, grind it up yourself. Okay. Grind it up yourself, really? Well, it's a tree resin. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and so uh, so and so instead of reaching for the Rimidol, now can if the people have our dogs are on Rimidol, let's say, can you just stop Rimidol, or do you have to oh, phase yeah. it out? No, it's just nonsteroidal anti-inflammatory. It's like aspirin. Okay, take it or don't take it. Okay, so so if they choose, let's say they got somebody listening, they're they're on that Rimidol, mm-hmm. they could just stop and then they could try the Boswellia, correct? Correct. 
Okay, because I didn't know if you had a phase out of out of that. Because that's the thing is that long term effect. Now, what would you be if I, I've heard some dogs that have been on Remedio for like two years. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say would be the max time before you know that? But get, yeah, but that's going to be dog's that, that's going to be individual, right? Okay. Yeah. So some dogs are going to react with day one. Some of them will be on it for years, and you know, okay. blood values don't change, and it's not perforating their intestines. Okay. But the risk is always there. Okay. Okay. There we go. Yeah, now the calls are coming back in. So anyway, so what, uh, let's see. But, uh, so this is, so Boswellia is good for humans and for dogs and for cats mm-hmm. and such like that. And then make sure that you don't buy it just online due to high ratings. You get a good quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and even uh, Cosequin. Cosequin's a joint supplement that's been around for a long time. And okay. now they make Cosequin with Boswellia. Okay. It has some other ingredients in it that are, you know, possibly not ideal. But, you know, you can... You can buy it on Amazon. You can buy it at Petco. And okay. so they're, you know, that one is kind of easy to get a hold of. Um, it's made by Nutramax, which is a reputable company that's been around for a long time. Okay. And then springtime, you know, they have the regular joint health formula and then they have their advanced yes, hip yep. and joint that has Buswellia in it. And yep. I think they also make Buswellia for humans. Okay. Um, and I know yeah. that's what I put my Zelda on when. Uh, when she was diagnosed with her cancer, mm-hmm. they gave me this high potency drugs, and I called you on it. And I said she's she's going off the wall. She's destroying plastic, and you said she's in a lot of pain. Put her on Boswellia, and I did. I think it was two in the morning, two at night, or two in the afternoon, mm-hmm. two at night, and it made a huge difference. Huge. I pulled her off the, mm-hmm. the big power drugs, and then onto that, and I still got her. I kept her. She left, in, you know, four weeks later. But yeah, I used the Boswellia complex for. Um, for my dog Anton, when he blew out the ligaments in his knees, All right, and so I think the dose on the standard process. So it's Boswellia complex. It's Boswellia with turmeric and black pepper, and it's got something else in it. There's like four ingredients, and um, I take it myself pretty often. Mm-hmm. I think the dose for a human it says take one to two tablets. You know, one to four times a day or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's an 80-pound dog. I gave him two tablets twice a day for like the first month just to make sure that inflammation was controlled. Okay. And he did great on that. Oh, good. Yep. Also, and part of the reason I did that, too, was because he would not eat the advanced hip and joint. Oh, wouldn't he? No. Oh, He's wow. a very picky dog. Oh, really? Yeah. So some stuff, there's there's no slipping peanut butter or yogurt or pumpkin? Um, he does not eat things like that. Oh, okay. So okay. that, that made it also difficult. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Okay, where are we at there, Miss Carly? Well, we have a couple minutes if you want to start with someone. Okay, let's start out with Sarah again. Okay, so dog that's chewing, cat Yep, that's throwing up. All right. Hi, Sarah. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. Let's start with the dog. What's going on? Okay, so he's a 12, almost 13-year-old miniature schnauzer. Okay. Um, he, it, I've got him on a pretty good diet because I listened to you. Oh, thank you. Um, and he started chewing on like the 90 degree corners of sheetrocked wall. Okay. And I don't, I don't know why. I'm wondering what he's lacking in his diet. Okay. How long has he been doing this? Um, maybe for a couple months. Two maybe months. we just, um, finished some walls in the house and repainted everything. And, um, he's been doing it for probably a couple of months, I would think. Okay. Is he chewing on anything else that's weird? Um, yeah, he likes to lick, um, dirt outside when he sees exposed dirt in the winter here. Okay. And he licks the concrete. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. Dr. Jess, she's over here nodding. So what do you got to say? Yeah. So what, what are you feeding him? Um, I wrote down everything that I've got them on. So okay. Go in for the it. morning I, I feed them, it's, 
a kibble. It's Earthland Holistic Grain Free, which I don't. I know I don't really need grain free, but I rotate around, so that's just what I grabbed. It's a coastal catch, mm-hmm. um, and I put on top of it Sojo's freeze dried lamb on top, mm-hmm. and then in the night they get a raw patty. It either right now I have um, I have Vital Essentials beef, and I also have Parker's beef. As I I grabbed another beef by accident, so. Okay. So those are the things that I'm feeding them okay. at night that get raw. And then do you give any um, bully sticks, pizzle sticks, pig's ears, chew things? Any what? I'm sorry, what did you say? Any bully sticks, pizzle sticks, pig's ears, Mm-mm, dental no. chews, greenies. What else is on that list, Katie? Yeah, really. You know, I think you've got it. <laughs> okay. okay. No, the problem with... Okay, hold on, hold on. Have, okay. We got we to go run the break. This is one of the right. popular ones that we have to take, okay? Okay. Okay, my back is on the ground, but my 100, 100 feet in the air, what am I? But my 100 feet are in the air. We'll be right back. That'll be me, Katie K9. Okay, we're going to, because we got people waiting on the line, we want to get to them. Okay, my back is on the ground, but my 100 feet are in the air. What or who am I? My back is on the ground and my 100 feet are in the air. Who or what am I? What do you think, Carly? Uh, I don't know. Feet. An upside down centipede? Yep. That's exactly it. Really? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, back is on the ground. Okay. And 100 feet yeah. are in the air. That makes sense. Like I just things. was not. Yeah. yeah, no. They're fascinating. I'll pass though. on that. They're fascinating. They, they, they scare me. From far away. Yeah. <laughs> they can be in a closed cage. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, they're, they're nasty. Okay, let's go back to Sarah. We First, we're working on a dog, Minpin. A Minister Schnauzer, not Minpin. Minister Schnauzer, 13 years old, chewing on sheetrock. Oh, yep, okay. And then I can't read my own writing. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, yeah. So, Dr. Jess, you were saying before we went to a break. Right. So, we were talking about potential things that might be causing gastrointestinal discomfort, right? Okay. And so, I mean, technically... You know, the food sounds okay. It sounds like there's some variety in the diet. Raw food is fantastic. And the dog's not getting any shoes or anything like that that Mm -hmm. could potentially bother it. Now, when I see dogs who, um, see some dogs who, like, they lick the carpet or they lick people's legs or they start to lick the walls or the Mm -hmm. furniture, um, that kind of thing is, just from what I've seen, and this is just my experience, I don't really necessarily have any data to back it up, but... It has to do with the adrenal glands, right? Because a lot of those dogs are sliding into Cushing's disease okay. or have overt symptoms of Cushing's. Okay. And Cushing's disease is all about the adrenal glands. And so what I would do with this dog is experiment with um, adding minerals uh, back into its diet in order to support the adrenal glands. Okay, like what okay. minerals? That's what I would do. Um, like what? And, so um, one thing that you can use, you can use medicinal mushroom supplements. Um, because those are like mushrooms are great sources of minerals. So uh, medicinal mushrooms need to be organically grown in the United States, processed in the United States. So I typically use Bixby Pet okay. um, because that's a brand that's easy to find locally. Can you say that brand again? Bixby, B-I-X-B-I. So Bixby Pet, and they make four different formulas of medicinal mushroom blends. Honestly, when I look at the ingredients, they all have the same mushrooms in them, perhaps okay. in a different order or something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, and these are uh, mushrooms that have, they have anti-cancer benefits, you know, the reishi, shiitake, uh, turkey tail that everybody talks about, and others. Okay. Um, and so they have four different formulas, and I would just pick the one that's called digestion. Digestion? So, mm-hmm. so I would okay. do that. Um, 
you could use something like, uh, so I would do that. A lot of times I'll do that along with uh, a supplement called Honest Kitchen Perfect Form. Honest Kitchen what? Perfect Form. Okay. And then there's another, um, so so basically those two would be kind of a, a nice experiment. You, there are other things that you could potentially do, but I think that's like, you know, reasonably priced way to have your dog on those for. What about a some probiotics? Right. Yeah, it may or may not be necessary. Okay. You know, it kind okay. of depends. If I'm just trying to like hone down, and let's just pick one or two okay. things that are really okay. going to make a difference okay. versus going global. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, you could, right? You could use. I mean, there's supplements that will support the adrenal glands, right? I typically would use standard process canine adrenal support, but I don't know that you need to go there yet. Okay. So first I would say start with minerals, kind of see what you get out of it. A supplements like these, I would expect them to make a difference within a couple of weeks. Okay. And, you know, if if not, then you got to go, you know, looking for, okay, you know, what else might be going on okay, right. or perhaps we're not supporting the adrenal glands sufficiently. Okay. Uh, I have um, a client who uh, came into uh, my office with a new mineral supplement that I think was called Animinerals or something like that that actually looked uh, pretty reasonable. Okay. But oh okay. So what what else you got where, there? Where would the where would I be able to find those two supplements? Any stores well, in the Twin Cities? Yeah, you think? yeah, your yeah your local your local okay. pet food store. The, the, yeah, the small ones. I have a Chuck and Don's and a Flugels. I could also drive up to Four Perfect Pets. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yep. 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 One okay. of those places will have them. Okay. 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 What's up so, for the cat? The cat. The cat is a stray that I trapped. I we caught in a live trap okay. before Christmas. Um, I took her into the vet. She, they think she's a little less than a year old. Probably, she's probably not spayed, probably not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, she has adapted okay, and she's um, feline leukemia negative. They tested her for that. Mm-hmm. So um, she is throwing up like at least once a day, sometimes twice a day. And I know that I know that I don't have my cat's diet um, it shaped up as well as the dog's. Um, they eat dry food. They're, of course, hooked on kibble. Mm-hmm. Um, they both love that, and they eat uh, not-so-high-quality canned food, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. let's change that up. Let's get them on a good, grain-free canned food and no dry food well, and, whatsoever. And some, of the, some of the question, too, is what is a cat vomiting? It, it, it looks like it's the canned food, but then it also looks like there's chunks of like darker stuff in there. Okay. Did you have a poop sample run on the cat? No, not yet. Okay. So that's probably a good idea. And then I agree with Katie. Ditch the dry food. Okay. Yep. And, you know, I mean, if I I was talking to somebody just the other day who was like, you know, oh, you know, try to feed the cat, you know, something else and he doesn't like it. Well, guess what? You have to be smarter than the cat. (laughs) How though? It's so hard to get them to eat stuff that... They're so, not wanting, so, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, so there are different ways to do it. One way is, I mean, you start with, like, even a pencil eraser-sized amount of what you want them to eat, a.k.a. not dry food, and mix it in with their dry food until you, you know, and then you gradually increase the amount of the wet food or raw food or whatever mm-hmm. until before they know it, guess what? They're not eating what used to be their preference. Right. But in comparison to dry food, everything's going to taste like crap because dry food is very high sugar. 
Mm-hmm. And so cats kind of learn that this is their preferred taste. This is their preferred texture. Now, I did it in a very slow way with my cats because at that time I was way more focused on my dogs. And so what I did was in the morning I fed them the food that they liked. And in the evening I fed them new food. And in the mm-hmm. evening I very often had cats walking around saying, where's our food? Like, mm-hmm. what is going on? We are uh, unhappy. And I just said, yeah. too bad. Food will be, be available again 12 hours from now. Uh, yeah. And yeah. gradually, you know, more and more of them would start to eat the new food. So first, that was when I had to even transitioning them from regular dry food to grain-free dry food, because grain-free dry food just didn't taste as delicious. Mm-hmm. And then even when I got them over to grain-free dry food, they would only eat one brand. But eventually, mm-hmm. I got them to eat other things, and eventually, I introduced yeah, you just canned gotta, food. But you just have to be persistent and patient. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, cats have all the time in the world. Yep. So that's so, right. But but I yeah. think but you did it too with your cats, Katie, yep. and I think you mixed. Yeah, what I did is I, dry food. Yeah, what I just did is made a little bit of it with a pate, made a little bit of warm gravy with warm water, and mm-hmm. mixed in their a little bit of their dry, and then it became less and less dry and more and more <laughs> canned. Okay, and then eventually a bingo. They were they were over, you know. Because is, my- is there a, a benefit to either the pate or the non pate type cat food? This has to do with it has to do with the uh, the texture. Cats, you know, some cats will not eat anything but pate, and mm-hmm. some cats will eat the stewed or the you know the shredded and such. But some won't. So you just got to find out what your cat will or will not eat. You know, okay. eat. Okay. 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 That gets you started. We got to move on. Is that? Thanks. If you got any other questions, get, you know, you can email me or call me or Jess. How can she get a hold of you? Uh, through my website, holistic vet care dot com. All right. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Sarah. You bet. It. Take care. Thanks, Good luck. Bye bye. All right. Who's up next? There. Okay, we're gonna go to Catherine. Mm-hmm. Catherine has a question about behavior issues. All right. Her dog. Okay. Hi, Catherine. How you doing? Good. Good. What kind of dog? Um, I have a Jack Russell. How old? Um, she is, gosh, I want to say she's 13, possibly 14. Okay, and what's going on? Well, I mean, no, she's always been an awesome dog, like super well-behaved, doesn't get into trouble, I don't have to ever worry about her kind of thing. And now she's just getting into everything. I mean, she's jumping on the table, on the counters, she's you know, stealing food, she's, you know, running away from home, just like all kinds of crazy business that she hasn't done since she was a puppy. Okay. Has anything changed in your household? Like, do you have any any construction work, roof work, Uh, somebody left for college, somebody came back? uh, No. Anything, any kind of change in, you know, the routine? No. I mean, the routine's been really the same for years okay you know nothing extraordinary okay and then um as far as getting on the uh the table like she never did that stuff before or what never okay i mean like she she wouldn't i mean like maybe if i was like you know left something out for hours and hours yeah. or something okay. like that. Okay. But, you know, it's like she's looking to get into trouble. Now. Okay. Well, I don't think it's looking into is If she's 13, you know, some dogs do get dementia, right? Yeah. All right. kind of wonder. But also, too, is that what's her day like? Is, is it very, you know, is it, do you utilize, like, her brain? Not just take her for a walk, but do you do any tricks with her? Do you occupy her brain cells at all? Any brain teasers or something like that? Oh, boy. I mean, probably not as much as we should. I mean, we've got a busy household. Okay. We've got 
But see, that's what happens. Usually when a dog starts going backwards, no matter the age, you know, if their mm-hmm. health is okay, um, uh, then it's usually just plain boredom. The whole, You know, mm-hmm. it's like, hello, just like two-legged kids. You know, if you, they want to get your attention when they're, you know, you're busy, 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 and you're forgetting all about them, all of a sudden they start becoming destructive because that gets your attention, all right? All of a sudden it's like, whoa, yeah. I'll get your attention one way or the other. So I guess yeah. um, uh, if you feel that, you know, her health-wise she's doing good, her coat looks good, her eyes look clear and such like this go ahead now her eyes are not clear she's been getting cataracts oh okay okay so go ahead yes right, so the question is are those really cool. cataracts or is it just age-related thickening of the lens so oh, well i mean i assumed cataracts i don't right but i don't know for yeah sure. but most it mostly in dogs it's just an age-related change in the lens so like the light okay. hits their eyes and you're like oh my god they're blue yeah yeah and and that's yeah. not that's not the same as cataracts so what do you feed this dog um, she, well, she eats a lot of people food mixed with, uh, like dry grain free. What kind? So. Okay. Have you changed her food? Um, I mean, we switch it up from time to time, you okay. know. Um, so I, I don't remember the name of the brand. But. Okay. Because okay. it, it could be that, um, you know, I was just thinking with, you know, with pet food companies, um, they can change the formula and they do not have to make changes on their packaging for six months for six uh-huh. months after they change the formula yep not that okay. but it, but but also like the other part of it is that kind of like once we get used to buying xyz pet food like you don't read the uh-huh. ingredient list every time you buy it yeah that's true and you know and you don't go on the website to see if the company changed anything because it seems yeah. that like you know if she's starting to get into things in the house that she didn't used to then maybe she's just fulfilling a biological need aka she's hungry for something yep. uh-huh. versus i have suddenly gone insane and lost my mind <laughs> right <laughs> and yeah. so it could be digestive you know but it also could be just plain boredom and also mm-hmm. sometimes if their senses are starting to go like they're not seeing as well or hearing as well that kind of yeah. unnerves them and then they be you know it's just kind of like okay they, they not they don't get panic panic but it's just like they they don't feel you know they feel off all right, mm, and so yeah. then it's kind of like, oh my gosh, okay, and then a little panic says, and then oh, gee, well, let's check. The, oh, you know, what I mean, they're kind of all over the map. So, mm-hmm. but if you want to hold on, we got a quick run here. We'll come back. You want to hold on for a sec? Yep. Okay. All right. Let's see. What is always hot, even if you store it in a refrigerator? What is always hot, even if you store it in a refrigerator? We'll be back. Thanks for tuning in. Okay. What is always hot, even if you store it in the refrigerator? Carly, any idea on that one? All I could think of is like the sun. The sun? The do you, do you store it in the refrigerator? It's that where you keep okay. sometimes. It's always hot, even if <laughs> you store know, it in the refrigerator. Sometimes. Okay, what do you know? Salsa. We're kind of close. Chili sauce and hot sauce. Oh, come on. Chili hot sauce. Gotta hot sauce. count for something. Okay, there you go. There you go. Weird. That's, that's close. Weird. That's close. There you go. Weird. Hey, you got to get your... Like last it. week, you did good. I know. Yeah, this week. This week, I don't, I don't get him. Okay. I don't get him. These are... You've had too many days out of school. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Something like that, I guess. Oh, Fine. There you go. Okay. Fine. We got to go back to... We got to go back to Catherine. Catherine, are you with us? Hey, Catherine. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Wait. Hello. Appreciate you hanging on. Okay, where were yeah. we at there? Um, and now I lost, uh, we were joking around and now I lost my track train of thought. Yeah, dog with unusual behaviors. Yes. Okay. Possibly losing mind. Yes. Possibly <laughs> owner losing yeah. mind. Yes. Yeah. 
I mean, it, you know, I mean, the running away is the one thing that kind of seems odd, but yes, you know, unless the dog is just freakishly bored because you know winter, yeah. And so that's what I, I would try to do is more kind of mental games. You know, everybody I knows it's called Brain Teasers for Dogs by Soderman S O N D E R M A N N. Or 10-minute okay. dog training games. Try to do, uh, you know, enter, engage uh, the dog mental. You know, he, maybe he starts losing his hearing a little bit and his sight a little bit. And like I said, yeah. he might feel a little bit off. But then try to just reconnect him in other ways, all right? And so uh-huh. that you give him more confidence and such like that. Because, I, I just, you know, if you have that busy household, what can happen, like I say, just got, especially when a dog that doesn't, has not gotten into trouble, can easily get overlooked. And then all of a sudden, it's like, where do you, you know, because it, you, you, there you, are, you sit down, he sits in your lap. But in the meantime, the dog spends his whole day waiting for somebody to sit down so he can use a lap. <laughs> but nobody's yeah. not doing much with him in in between times just to go out, go potty, and come back in. But not not really. So that's, what, that's what I would do is try to, you know, uh, invent some, you know, teach tricks, do something just to kind of engage the dog. And then, like mm-hmm. I say, with the food, change that up, you know, a little bit more often. And, uh and that's the route that I would take on this, okay? And yeah, then, thanks. But then now, and, and if he's totally that you don't trust him when you leave, then either go back to using a kennel or gate him off or, you know, figure out so that he doesn't have free roam of the house. If he's Yeah, getting, we, we always kennel. Okay, good, good. Because you don't want him to get into something that might hurt him and or get into something that you might want to hurt him because he'd hate it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. will that help you? Yes, thank you. Okay, you bet. Take care, Catherine. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. All right. Okay, the next one's very interesting, as Dr. Jess says she loves lumps. Okay, who do we have next? So this is Danielle, and Danielle has a dog that has lumps. Lumps! All right, and not ironically, I was going to bring this up today, too, Dr. Jess, uh, about lumps. Let's see what Diane has, and then we'll talk about my lump question. Danielle. (laughs) Danielle. Oh, Danielle. Sorry about that. Danielle. Okay, Danielle, what's what's going on? What kind of dog do you got? Um, she is a five-year-old German Shepherd, Okay. and she is the sweetest thing ever. We just rescued her about three or four months ago. All right. Um, she's, I mean, she's our first pet ever, and she's so fantastic. She's so great with our young kids, and just doesn't bark, does nothing wrong, never had a single accident. So we're really worried about it because she has these lumps, um, and they're kind of, there's like two or three of them that are clustered by each other. And they're on her back, almost kind of by her hip, near her spine. Near her and, what? Um, we took her into the vet, mm-hmm. and she used a needle or whatever, and as- I think the word is aspirated, some mm-hmm. of the fluids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she looked at it under a microscope and said some of the cells might be reactive, so she wants to do surgery. Okay. To remove them, and I was just wondering if, you know, if that's a typical course of action. We've never had a pet before. Right. I don't know if that's how fast you have to move into surgery or. Or what to expect. So, did she have these lumps when you got her? Uh, if she did, we didn't notice them. For sure, she had one probably about a month after we owned her. And we didn't know what it was. We kind of thought it was weird. It was pretty small. And when we took her in for her booster shot, the vet just kind of looked at it and was like, oh, I bet it's just a little tissue, you know, fatty tissue or something. Didn't really check into it a lot. Uh-huh. And now she has more. Yeah. And so, so things that make us suspicious about lumps are um, things that grow, things that grow quickly, things that change color or lose the fur. Um, and so you are in the things that are changing fairly quickly category. 
And so, yeah. unfortunately, sometimes the only way to really tell what these things are is to surgically remove them and send them in for uh, pathology. Okay. You know, to have. A, I just we've never had a pet before, so I was like, I don't know, is this too fast to all of a sudden? Well, it happens and quickly with her into surgery or. You yeah, know. yeah, but I mean, but but your vet is, I think, just reflecting the concern. You have something that wasn't there when you got the dog, and you haven't had the dog for very long. Now, and so. then there was one, and now there's a bunch more of them. It's like, hmm, yeah. Um, okay. Changing quickly. Yeah, changing quickly. I think it's worth kind of finding out what it is. And also, um, you know, you have to rethink the like the vaccines that have happened during that time as well that have potentially set something off, just depending on what okay. this uh what these bumps turned out to be yeah and the, and the pathology yeah. you know and and it's like it's impossible to guess and so right with with fatty bumps they do have a characteristic texture there are certain areas of the body where they tend to appear more than others but for the most okay. part you cannot look at a lump and say oh that's what this is okay um right. i mean biopsies do kind of become necessary to differentiate things okay and and for okay. you know and for dogs, I mean, depending on the dog, but most things are going to be done under general anesthesia. Okay. Yeah, she had given us a price quote that I was beyond floored by. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you you yeah. can always you can always shop it around. I mean. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There's uh now, yeah. now you, now you yeah you, you can't necessarily call another vet clinic and say hey my dog has a lump how much would it cost to take it off right. because they haven't they don't know what the lump looks like they don't know right. what kind of margins they would have to take or what they would have to do about it and of course you know here I am giving you advice on the radio and I can't see the lump either mm-hmm. right. um, <laughs> but uh, but there there's a it's called Mission Animal Hospital and they go according to your um, uh, income. On what they charge you for services, okay? It's a nonprofit group, uh, you know. There, but anyway, so it's right, called Mission, right? And then the flip side is like you don't necessarily want to cheap around, uh, shop around for the cheapest right. surgery you can oh, get. Right. So, yeah. so I, I think the thing is to find somebody who's reasonable and Reputable. who you can trust. Yep. Yeah. 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 So you have to find somebody okay. that you have a good feeling about. I, yeah, I would do just a, a private vet, not a corporation, but. That would okay. be me. All but right. those are getting harder to find. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. And see, the, the thing, yeah. So, and if you got any other questions, you know, you can get a hold of Dr. Jess by, how do you, they get a hold of you, doctor? Uh, through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so some, yeah. So, if you, you know, email me and kind of tell me where you live, I could potentially, you know, give you a ref, uh, references based on okay. your for other place, Yeah. For other places to try. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So you bet. Good luck, Kittle. Thanks for the call. Thanks. Bye. Okay, about lumps, we just got a second here before we have to go to a big break. Lumps, uh, the yes. lumps, now, okay, the, the fatty, what's the difference? When do you suspect, well, I know you just said the three, you know, if it grows quickly, okay, uh, and then what was the other one? Ch- things that change color. Change color and like lose his hair. Yeah, lose okay. hair. Okay, mm-hmm. and then, but there's some, you know, that are fatty, too, that they're, they're these big gaudy things that are on the side of, of dogs and such like uh-huh. that, yeah, but there's no back to it. Is that... Yeah, you also look for, like, how freely movable is the lump. You try to tell, is it attached to tissues underneath it or something okay. like that. So if it's a free-moving one, it's a little bit ni- nicer Yeah, those lump. are better. Okay, but if it's attached, you know, where it won't yeah. move, that's not... Right, that's a little kinda, bit more of a concern. A current concern? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's... yeah. Also, you know, some bumps will ulcerate if there's, like, a little scab on top or if it, you know, starts to bleed. Sometimes that can be an indicator of something that you need to be more concerned about. Okay, okay. In general... 
the vast majority of super superficial like surface lumps and bumps on the skin, I think, are benign. Okay. But because people feel these things when they pet their dogs and then you're like every day you're checking it to see, is it still there? Did right. it get bigger? Um, and so sometimes like if you can't tell, what I recommend to people a lot is um, take a quarter or a dime or something like that, tape it to your dog next to the lump and take a picture of it. Oh, okay. And that way you'll have some documentation. Okay. Well, there you go. Easier to remember how much or fast it's growing or whatever too. Okay. What can you find on a fish? In music or under your bathroom sink. What can you find on a fish in music or under your bathroom sink? We'll be back.